This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army, where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close. This will I be? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a Friday edition, uh, somewhat lighthearted, hopefully. Uh, we take phone calls as well, talk about things going on in the world. Uh, it's funny because if you, I, I mentioned this yesterday, the dynamic difference between Fox News and CBS News is off the charts. I was listening just moments ago to both of them. Uh, Fox News, of course, you know, goes on and on about the uh, the clerk there in New York City that was uh, defended himself by stabbing the culprit then. Uh, still getting arrested, sent to Rikers Island. Now he has to uh, wear a uh, uh, an ankle bracelet. Uh, and, and of course, you go over to CBS. It's just crickets as far as that story is concerned. But uh, you know, and it's, it's all over social media. You've seen the video. Welcome to the show, by the way. You've seen the me- the, the 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 horrible footage of this punk going into a bodega, otherwise known to you and I as a as a convenience store that sells beer and it's typically open twenty four seven. Very tight in those places. There's more plexiglass in a bodega than you can shake a stick at. And the plexiglass w- was invented for bodegas long before COVID. I mean, they're, they're fortified for, because they're, they're so vulnerable. And uh, the video is, is shocking. Almost as shocking as the video we don't see of the former prime minister of, of Japan getting shot by some 41-year-old maniac with a, with a, with a, uh, a homemade gun. Uh, I guess we'll never know that. Uh, again, whenever whenever there's a violent I- ish, uh, incident in Japan, it's, it just seems like, geez, really? Japan actually, they have people, they get angry there? Remember a couple of years, years ago, they had a guy that uh, used poisonous gas in their subway systems. Like, oh, that's not, jeez, that's not the Japanese I know. I mean, the last time the Japanese got violent, they, you know, they, they blew up Pearl Harbor and they tried to take over the world. But other than that... <coughs> Uh, it's somewhat of a you know a very very safe society. It's awful to see what happened there. By the way, uh, uh, our president Joe Biden finally reached uh, actually t- uh, tweeted um, uh, his own statement about the passing of uh, what's his name Abe A B E. Although it's a Bob or whatever I don't know how to speak Japanese by any means, but uh, he was the former prime minister, and I don't know how many times today I heard that he was the longest running prime minister of Japan. Um, but you know, uh, apparently uh, Joe Biden, you know, waited eight hours to actually make a statement about him. Surprised he didn't blame it on gun control. <clears throat> but anyway, getting back to the uh, the clerk, a 61 year old man uh, on the video, clearly being harassed, being assaulted by a repeat offender who would just bully his way into any. You know, they're so empowered right now. These these culprits. <clears throat> And um, you know he, he he paid the price. The guy took enough. Uh, he uh, he stabbed the the uh, the guy, 
died, and uh, now he's in a ton of trouble. This is from the same district attorney that essentially will let some guy off for 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 a drive-by or pushing someone off a you know, you know a subway platform. It just it just you know again it, it, you can't ignore the obvious. So if anyone is is thinking that there's some type of reversal of fortune here going on in society, and a lot of people would argue, well, there you are, Glenn. Remember back in the day when a black man was assaulted by a white man or lynched or whichever, which is heinous, which is awful, which is terrible, no doubt about it, uh, you know, everyone just looked away. He says, well, you know, okay, uh, did you ever hear the expression, two wrongs don't make a right? And last I heard, Jim Crow laws are no longer here. They haven't been here. And when they did exist, they, were, they existed in the Deep South. Uh, you know, uh, and again, we'll have an argument with someone at some time or another who would defy this, but it's, it's, it's reality, uh, that were governed by Democratic leaders. And yet somehow or other, it, you know, it's the Republicans who are the racists. But that's neither here nor there. That's another argument altogether. <clears throat> the double standard that I would walk away, I assured you I would walk away from when I uh, came back to this show a little more, a little less than a year and a half ago, or <clears throat> uh, tr- clearly off the charts, and that is an example of it. Where a guy who is clearly in the wrong, clearly there to menace this 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 uh, bodega and the clerk there. I mean, how would you feel if you're trying to do your job, making what what what's the guy making? He's probably a friend of the family. He's probably li- working under the table. Uh, whatever whatever he's doing, you know, he's not he doesn't have a glorious job. Let's face it, working at a convenience store anywhere isn't the gl- most glorious job in the world. Uh, and you got to deal with with people. You got to deal with drunks. You got to deal with drug addicts. And then you got to deal with this guy. So he took it upon himself to says, no, Moss, I'm going to take care of this. He did. He defended himself. Now he's paying the price. Uh, and I, when you read the headline, it, it's hard to grasp because the headline says, um, guy out of jail, but victim's girlfriend is let go. And so I read the story a little bit further. Apparently, the, 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 the culprit that started, his girlfriend was there, but she's, she wasn't arrested. Again, this and, and you, you can you can see this on one post after another. It all depends on who your friends are. This isn't something that my wife would see on Facebook, but Glenn Curry, of course, would see every news feed, every conservative feed. Can you believe this guy? Can you believe what they're trying to do? And I said, look, this is payback. This is payback. You know, you, we don't hear the word reparations, but they very much exist, and the white elitists are leading the way. Yes, uh, District Attorney Bragg is not a white elitist, but he is kowtowing to a white elitist society in our cities. And that's why this is happening. Say what you want about George Saros and whatnot, but, and he's part of the problem. But uh, just the fact that you will hear that story on Fox News at the top of the hour, but will not hear that story on CBS, uh, it, it, indicates, it, it, it speaks volumes. It really does. And I guess the other big, big example, we keep on hearing so much about Hunter Biden and the three laptops. And remember, there was three laptops. Uh, it was uh, uh, Gutfield last night on his show. He said, geez, how much, how much memory did... <laughs> I mean, every, every other week, there's new video of Hunter Biden doing something stupid. And again, just the example I just gave you about, you know, the bodega, you know, how, you know, a one news entity looks at, doesn't look at it and the other one does. Well, you can have a field day. And I keep on bringing this example up. Imagine... If either Donald Trump Jr. or his brother, what's his brother's name again? Forgetting his name. The blonde. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway, he, uh, <clears throat> imagine if even like 2%, not even a half a percentage point of evidence showed up on their phone or laptop that they, you know, mistakenly left at some repair shop actually showed up. 
imagine where you know Joy Behar and Joy Reid would be with such evidence. <gasps> Look at, oh my God, they're with prostitutes. They're talking about their father's business. All the things that Hunter has gotten away with. Until, of course, the Republicans do take over the House of Representatives. And even then, I don't know what's going to happen. You never know. It's so wishy, so wishy-washy. You never know what's going to happen. And, and, of course, if the, if the messengers are on your side, uh, and, and I'm talking about the media in general and academia and, and so many other liberal sides of, of the Democratic uh, Party right now, you know, overwhelming evidence suggests that Hunter Biden really is a schmuck. And shouldn't be paid a dime for what he was given by companies in other countries for his so-called knowledge or expertise. It's a clear example that, that the, even the Biden family had, couldn't even fathom the fact that they would be running for the presidency in 2020 and would actually win it. Because at this point, you know, after Obama you know, left, Hillary Clinton didn't get anywhere, uh, the, the Biden you know, uh, political future was over, was done in, as of 2016. So he and his son, with all their political connections, would, uh, would go on you know, into the sunset together. And then they realized th- two and a half, three years later, they said, wait a minute, the Democratic field, as big as it is, as vast as it is, with a bunch of young names and young personalities, like, like uh, Kamala Harris, like Booker, Elizabeth Warren, she's a little, uh, a little older, of course, but we know, you know, that field was so huge, but it was going nowhere. Mike Bloomberg, he could be Mike Bloomberg. No, Elizabeth Warren tore him apart. So what do they do? They have to they, they, they stick to the guy that people knew, the vice president that worked for their guy, of course, Barack Obama. The same guy that says, turn on your record player, and many other gaffes during the whole political process. The same guy that never left his basement. Oh, well, he couldn't because he's an older gentleman. He didn't want to get COVID. He was being responsible. And yet four years earlier, Hillary Clinton, uh, they alleged that she lost because she didn't visit Pennsylvania, Wisconsin enough. Nothing adds up, folks. Nothing adds up whatsoever. So what, what happened at the bodega and what you hear on the news and one entity without the... Imagine, if, imagine the world without Fox News. Jim Levin would be a really happy guy. Imagine the world without the New York Post. But beyond that, you might have a couple of websites here and there. You got a couple of pundit, young pundits moving up the ranks. Ben Shapiro is one of them. Michael Knowles is the other. They're, they're out there. Don't get me wrong. Who could forget Steve Bannon and, and his website? You know, Glenn Beck. That's fine and dandy, but we are outnumbered like you wouldn't believe. It's not even close. So, like I said, I've said it before. I'll say it again ad nauseum. The deck is stacked, unfortunately, folks. I don't know how we get out of this. My niece, who's about 35 years old now, she's extremely intelligent. She lives in New York City. In fact, she lives in what used to be a Trump uh, uh, property, and she just absolutely detests Donald Trump. And I don't make any comments. I talk about it here. I don't mention her name. It doesn't really matter. But she is a Connecticut cutout as far as, you know, the whole leftist society is concerned. I don't mean to discredit my niece, but I'm, I'm characterizing her as a typical example of someone born after 1989 who, had let, you know, who just adheres to the whole liberal policy. And I don't have it in front of me. I'm paraphrasing. But as we all know, if you care, Boris Johnson resigned from his office yesterday. And she had to, of course, make the comparison that Britain now has gotten rid of their form of Trump. But there will be no insurrection in Britain. I guess they're at a higher standard there, according to my, to my niece. And that's fine and dandy. God bless her. I love her to death. But this is, this is you, know, you talk about being indoctrinated. You talk about the insurrectionists. You talk about this, that, and the other thing. But holy mackerel, if you're born after 1985 and, and you're a conservative, you are very much a minority. 
if you were born after 1960 and you're conservative, there's a lot more of, of us out there. And again, as we get older, we have a tendency to lean that, in that direction. But a lot of people, like I've said before, will start adhering to the, uh, the politics of their kids. In other words, you could be uh, in the middle of the road or independent or conservative all your life, and then you start living your life vicariously through your, through your children's politics. Because at that point, you know, you've had your kids from the 80s and 90s, you know, if you're a baby booming like I am, or maybe earlier. And then by the time the 90s roll around and the 2000s, they go to college, and they become indoctrinated by liberal policies. And what do you want to do? But you, you, you want to be your best friend to your son or daughter, right? You want to take on their whole political role. You're living fine. You're living in a 3,500-square-foot house. God bless you. And, yes, you did vote for Reagan and the Bush family at one time or another. But you know what? My daughter's been saying some things that really, really do shake my, you know. Just like I said yesterday, the creator of Friends, her last name is Kaufman uh, from, you know, wherever. And she created a very good show, very talented person. And uh, Friends will live forever. Uh, but just like Michael Colleone does, and he, he, we wanted to give it back. We said, oh, wait a minute. 25 years later, and I realized my body of work didn't include enough people of color. That doesn't make me look good right now. I've got to address that. So she gives an endowment of like 4 or $5 million to her alma mater for, for, for African studies and, and research, which, whatever the deal was. But again, that's, that's, that's what they did back in the old days, the selling of indulgences in order for you to get through the pearly gates of, of heaven. You know, uh, the church said, you better pay up or else, or I'm going to let everyone know what you're all about. Oh, I know you. So anyway, that's, uh, that, that's just my observation. The difference between Fox News and everybody else. If you want to chime in, I know I've been talking a lot. I, someone tried to try, I don't know if it's Jason Trainer that's going to change the world or a friend Lefty or whomever, uh, whoever that was, the phone line is open, and I swear I will answer it. 755-1240 to others who don't know the number. I've been accused of not giving out the number enough, but I'm giving it out now. 755-1240. Yesterday, uh, we had a compelling conversation with a father of, uh, of a six-year-old uh, who, with, uh, who has autism. And it all stemmed from an article that I found from uh, theblaze.com, Glenn Beck's website, about the alarming numbers of, of uh, young children in the last you know, 20 years or so, or five years, I believe, that are being diagnosed with autism. And uh, his story, uh, very compelling. And uh, you know, I, I, I just wish the world only the best for, for parents who are, who are doing their best with such challenges. But at the same time, you know, how long has autism been around? Or, or is it a new, uh, I, don't, I don't want to call it invention, is, is, it, is, is it something because of what we've been, you know, is it part of our nutrition? Is it part of the medication that we've been, uh, uh, you know, uh, distributing in, in over the last 10, 20, 30 years? You know, th- those kids that just weren't controllable and we give them some type of uh, a, a, a drug, has that had adverse effects later on? Do they later on get pregnant and then they pass that on to the next? I don't know. But the numbers, numbers rather, are staggering. Absolutely staggering. Typically, we see numbers of the high crime rate from one, one year to the next. If you watch Fox, that's all they do, it seems. I, I saw, I saw uh, what, what did I see today? I saw a percentage that went up. I forget which category it was. But it went up 932% in one year. 932% in one year? I don't know if it was carjackings or assaults or whichever. But 900% in one year? Are are our inner cities that out of control? That's a I mean I mean anything anything above two three percent from year to year is is bad. Nine hundred percent. That's outrageous. 
Again, I promised I would pick up the phone. I lost the last call. I'm not looking over there enough. The phone seems to be so distant from where I am right now. It's way over there. 755-1240. Other things going on locally. You know, we haven't talked about local stuff since the, pol- uh, since, uh, since the <laughs> primary a couple weeks back. That seems so long ago already. It wasn't even two weeks ago where we had the big, big primary. I was also reaching out to uh, our, our, our congresswoman's uh, team to see how they're doing. And on Tuesday, I did, uh, throughout the process of talking to so many people running for political office in recent months, one of which uh, was a woman that introduced me to a guy by the name of Joe Pinion. No, that is not a rap name. I'm sorry I had to say it, but that sounds like a rap name. It's not. His name is literally Joseph Pinion. Some might say, that's, geez, that sounds like uh, whatever. Joe Pinion. That's Joe Pinion. <clears throat> but nonetheless, this guy is calling us up. He actually was here. Ta- he talked in person to Jeff Graham. He also spoke to me the same day on the phone. Oh, the day before, I should say. But he is running against, he is certainly the underdog, running against the, uh, <clears throat> the, the lead of, leader of the uh, uh, Senate majority in the, in the Senate, and that's our own Senate, Senator uh, uh, Chuck Schumer. So uh, he will be calling us uh, on 515 on Tuesday. Uh, so we wish him well. And again, that is a tall order. But uh, we, we uh, certainly want to know more about Joe Pinion. We talked to him a couple m- months ago, I believe, back in May. So uh, that will be Tuesday. But other than that, we will be uh, <clears throat> talking to Mario Frado, I'm sure, soon. There's another third. There's a third guy running for our Congress in our, in our newly uh, created district. What is it, the 24th? I get confused. I forget what district we're in right now. We're still in the 21st. Who could forget, of course, uh, the illustrious Congresswoman Elise Stefanik still represents Jefferson County. God bless her. Uh, but as you know, things are changing. And uh, the uh, sitting congresswoman uh, for Oneida County in, th- in central New York, Leatherstocking Country, uh, is running for our new district. And that re- obviously is part of Jeff- you know, part- Jefferson County, rather, is part of that. Interestingly enough, Mario Frado, like so many other, including myself, w- were surprised that the new district would still include Jefferson County. He, did- he didn't think that would happen. I heard his comments yesterday during Jeff's show. He is so right. In fact... I think at one point or another, I did reach out to uh, uh, Congressman uh, Chris Jacobs, who has since bowed out of running for re-election for Congress for the Niagara District uh, because of what happened in Buffalo. He couldn't, in, in, in a good mind and in, in consciousness, to uh, continue as, a, I guess you could say, as a, as a conservative uh, with, with what he claims is our, our crazy uh, gun laws. Uh, so there goes, you know, again, it, t- t- that's what Mario was saying. So look, you know, uh, uh, Jacobs is not what you call a quintessential conservative. And I said, oh, yeah, you guys always say that. You're just going to say that. Well, Mario was right. He was right. But to give credit where credit is due to Congressman Jacobs, he went with his conscience. And, and Buffalo was uh, the deciding factor. It was the, 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 la- the feather on the, on the camel's back. So he is not running there. But, again, that's another district altogether. Uh, we have spoken on many, on at least three occasions where I had an opportunity to meet uh, Congresswoman uh, Claudia Tenney. Uh, extremely uh, uh, smart, extremely brilliant, uh, hardworking, also a Trump fan. And, and uh, Trump is uh, a fan of hers. Uh, but, of course, at the same time, Mario will say, she's not conservative enough. Jefferson County should have a conservative person like myself. And that's all the part of the political process. We, uh, we love that. That's for sure. Let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. How you doing? What's that? It's uh, Jason Trainer. Jason, was that you trying to call earlier? 
Uh, a few times, yes. About three times. Okay, then that was you then. <laughs> All right, what's happening? Actually, I watched a video Donnie put up. They're actually doing the flagpole. They're putting another flagpole on today. And to me, flagpole. I suspect he said uh, Cliff's flagpole, I call him Flagpole Man, yeah. besides the river guy. Um, river guy. I suspect that they're going to have lawsuits because if city discriminates against one party, they discriminate against others. Uh, it's not a party, though. It's a group. I guess you could say it's a, a group of society, but they're not parties. But anyway, I get you. No, no, I, I understand, Clint. That's that's my suspicion that um, that's what's going to happen because Cliff, even though he's a nice guy, he yeah. just he has a couple of rocks lost there. So you're saying that we do not need the the new flagpole that's going up right now? Is that correct? Ah, uh, yes, sir. Yes, for personally, for me, there's going to be lawsuits. There's going to be discrimination if one person wants to put up their. Um, their flag and the city denies it because of whatever reason. Right. It could be a lawsuit. By the way, when I look at that, I, I looked at a picture on News Junkie today of the flagpole. It looks like it's in the middle of the sidewalk. Am I right on that? Where are they putting that? Yes, yeah, just because it's good. Yes, they, they space it out because there's two over there. There's the ones over there, and then they space out. They're going to have Cliff's uh, flagpole man, he's going to have it separated. So, and what what is a walkway now where you can clearly walk? That's going to be blocked by a new flagpole. Well, there's going to be a space. There's okay. going to be, you know, how the now I can't find flagpole it. set right in front of the city hall. Cliff's flagpole, I guess. I watched Donnie's video. Right, it's going to be separated between a space. So it's going to be. So you're calling back. this? You're calling this Cliff's flagpole? Yes. Why is that? Because he was instrumental in getting this done. Yes, yes. He was the main guy with Buddy uh, Patrick Hickey. Yeah. Um, saying that, why don't we have another flagpole? And my, my issue or my concern is that if the city discriminates against someone that wants to put up their flag and they say no for whatever reason, right? there could be a lawsuit. So let me ask you this, uh, Jason, now that I have you on the phone. <clears throat> uh, Watertown Flynnpool. Is it worth three to four million dollars to fix? The question of the day. Mm-hmm. Is it is that, is it worth it? In your opinion, Joe opinion. Um, no, my no, my opinion. If the pools are open, I thought about it at first. I thought it was a good idea, so I changed my mind. Hmm. Um, but no, if it's going to cost the city three to four million dollars, that's how much it costs for a new. You might as well do a new pool. I mean, the other the one up at the park costs what three four million dollars. Why would you spend yeah. the same amount to fix an old pool built about 50 years ago or more or longer? Um, well, I'm not sure, Glenn. That's, that's my problem. The city has $10, $11 million surplus, and, and they're, thanks they to, have thanks to uh, COVID. broken pipes, sewer pipes, right. or that go to the houses. They have to borrow $3 million bond right. to pay for that issue. Hmm. So they're spending money like there's no tomorrow. Right. And if I was elected, I would say no. Let's That's right. I keep forgetting that we're talking to a candidate Let's for council. All right. Well, Jason, I, I love you to death. Thank you very much for the update. Uh, thank you for talking about the poll. I said poll. Uh, one, one other thing, one other thing, Cliff. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there, there's a story about this girl. I think she was 10 years old. Yeah. And she got raped. Mm, and terrible. she wants to get an abortion. Yeah. But she has to go out of state. 
No, issues like that. Ten years old. If it's not her fault, and clearly probably wasn't. Yeah, no. And she should be able to take care of that. All right, let, let, let's just say that at, at ten years old, it clearly wasn't her fault. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you, I mean, ten years old? Ten years old? I think ten years old, yeah. I mean, I, I know there's claims that uh, Will Chamberlain actually had sex at age five. <laughs> no, seriously. He said it, he said it right. in his book because he, he claimed to have had relations with women uh, for over 20,000 women. He wrote that back in the 80s, I believe. And, and uh, before he died of AIDS, from what they say, he withered away. Right. Uh, no one really I'm knows how sure Will Chamberlain that, did. Will Chamberlain was story. less than 200 pounds when he died. He was there. seven foot two. I think she was 10 years old and she got raped. In that case, it clearly wasn't her fault. She should be able to take care of that issue yeah. in the state. Yeah. Now, what other issues that I'm not okay with, like abortion playing out, right. and it wasn't between incest or rape, right. then would they should have another option. What option's that, if I dare ask? Well, if back in the old days, old if days. a woman didn't want a baby, they would go to a church or go to a place where yeah. they put that child but that would mean but here's the difference Jason this is you know women who have abortions don't want to remain pregnant for more than you know t- 10 weeks so they're not going to say well I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for 10 months or 9 and a half months whatever the deal is and pass this on to someone else and, uh, and said, oh, wow, you're pregnant. That's great. Uh, what are you going to call the baby? Well, I'm not. I'm going to give it up. No one's going to want to live through that because that's why they want to get it done to begin with. Remember, unwanted pregnancies always start with unprotected sex. Uh, right. and, and that's what we have to do. Contraception, contraception, contraception. And, and Lefty and I came up with the idea years ago. I came up with it first. And that is what we have to do. We have to use some type of legislation that would introduce something as an option for those, I don't know, about 10 years old, but say 13 through 25. If you want to get paid directly into your account, just like we did with COVID, just like we do with rebates and anything else, we will literally pay you, I don't know, $200, $300 a month. Uh, and and when on your 17th birthday, you can get all that money as long as your crackhead mom doesn't get it first. And you can have whatever you want to do with it. But you have to have this implant uh, put in your body uh, for as long as you know you want it to be. And we'll pay you to do it as an option. That is the answer. Right. The abortion issue disappears. I don't care what the Catholic Church says. It's the same Catholic Church that's allowing well, all these well, immigrants to well, come over I'll, illegally. I'll, I'll be. I'll, I'll go on another. And I'm side. Catholic, and I can if, say that. If that option happens, it yeah. will get abuse also. So well, maybe, be, maybe, maybe. Know, when any time there's government money, like Planned Parenthood, yeah. that does the other part besides abortions, right? It has to. It has to be an individual choice, and it has to. Yeah, no, it doesn't work out. I know. Ideally, you know, we t- we talked to the congresswoman about that, and I I, I threw out a, a flippant question to her. I said, "What about, mm-hmm. you know, what about the you know the the sex in the city class? You know, like you know they just get drunk and you know flirty, and some executive or some guy from the office, and they go to happy hour. And next thing you know, and they're in the back seat of a car, and you know one thing leads to another, and then the next day she realizes, oh God, it wasn't protected. Oh, I'm not gonna have. I'm not gonna well, let anyone. That, know. That, that, that's that a tough. Blend. That's a Tough we order, a, right there. A, a world filled with sex and everything else, as I explained last year, and we have to have a, a, a just a, different ideas and, and safe ways to right. deal with this issue, and not and it's not going to happen. Just do the same old ways. Just so like it's, it's, it's just like if, ju- if there's a new right. law right. or a new thing that 
the Congress trying to pass this will be abused by them personally. Yeah, but not, it will prevent a lot of pregnancies that but people don't want. There has to be another way right. where we can deal with I just came with the right. one way, and it's contraception. You can't tell a, 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 a 15-year-old kid in any place in America to use a condom when that heat of the moment happens. They're not going to do it. And as a result, then you have to say, okay, the next step is to provide this implant that would make sure, if done effectively, that each and every month you go to like Planned Parent orders or your local clinic and make sure that you're up and up and you know no one ripped it out of your arm or something. I, I don't mean to be that graphic, but at the end of the day, this has to be done because when you're bleeding, you put a Band-Aid on it. Abortion should never be an issue when you have methods to prevent it from, 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 from a woman from getting pregnant to begin with. And my idea is the way of the future. It's the way of the future. A lot of people, including the Catholic Church, and for that matter, even the ACLU will probably say, you can't do that. But if you put the word option up there first, Jason, and money, because right, money right. talks, especially to people living in the inner city that are so accustomed to getting free money anyway, like, hey, another $300? I'm 13 years old? Hey, I'll do that. Oh, the, the, the last thing I'm going to say. You won't have to pay for it 20 years to, later. We need to educate our kids. When I have my kids, they're going to be educated. They're going to be smart. Right. And they're going to understand oh, they're going to be smart already. You don't right. do that. Yeah. Right, right. Until, until you're adult. So we will have safeguards. But I'm working on plans right now where it'll make sense. You know, what we have now does make sense. Right. Jason, I got to go, though. Life. I got to go. And I believe in life. I believe in I life. I know you do. Glenn, right. I don't believe in... Right. Then we, should, know, we should pay attention to uh, foster kids who can't find homes because they're not babies anymore. They're six-year-olds, and people don't want to adopt them. That's awful. Listen, Jason, I got to get out of here. All right, that's Jason. Jason Trainer. Real quick, I got a, a break to do. How, who's this? Glenn, what's going on, Frank? It's, uh, it's our neighbor. Frank, what's happening? Not too much. Before we uh, spend all this Rescue Act money, yeah. we need to uh, start fixing the infrastructure of the city. Right. Meaning, meaning sewer lines, water lines. For the last five years, we keep getting postcards. Uh, your water is not up to uh, not up to par, but uh, that relinquishes all our responsibility. We let you know not to drink it. And, I, and I've used the, the spigot at night, and I'm telling you, you put that glass up to your nose, and it, it smells like swamp water. Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. So, and look at all the water uh, water main breaks we've had. I know. And it, why is that? This Typically, doesn't that happen in cold weather? Why is it happening now, Frank? And, and, well, it, it's basically because the lines are there from the... Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Uh, uh, Councilwoman uh, Ruggiero had to make very clear, oh, these old lines. Yeah, we kind of know well, that. It's an old town. Everybody says, yeah, these old lines, but they're, they want to spend money on this and that. We should we should that Rescue Act money? Yeah. For you want to hire in frenzy right. and uh, wanting to buy it, uh, refurbish more pools right. on, a short, on a short season here. Right. right. The roads should be smooth as an airport runway. The Re roads... Water lines and sewer lines. Then, if there's any money left over, uh, you can you can do that. I call it your pet projects. Then you can push that towards your pet projects. Right, right, right. But right. first and foremost, and the park was the important. Should be your water lines. Right, right. Water for life. Just, uh, I'm telling you, I go to some of those council meetings. Uh, this city has a a wish list a mile long, but none of it has anything to do with the. What's under the street? Right, because what you can't see, you're not going to pay attention to until it's no, too late. No, they figure well, it's going. And correct me if I'm wrong. The right. last few winters, say since I would say since 2017, right. been you know warm days, cold nights, right, right. And that shift in that right. you know that shift of the frost line sure. is is 
damage in a lot of the, the right. pipes under the street. And hey, by the way, why why did they open up the hydrant at the uh, on Wealth Avenue today and keep kept okay. it? Why did they keep okay. it open for hours? I brought that to Jeff Graham's attention. Yeah, they, they they put this on several years ago. Yeah, if you go by there and slow down and look, it's a automatic little box that opens up. On a, I don't know if it's on a timer or what. Must be because I've went by there two o'clock in the morning. And that thing is bellowing water out right down Wealth Avenue. That's the, the automatic line flushers to flush all the the rust and contaminants out of the out of the water lines. So so that okay, so that just came on all by itself? Yes, it comes on all by itself. There's one on Arsenal Street next to Monroe Muffler. I saw that at one o'clock in the afternoon. Did you notice that? Barrel and water. Yeah, down. Right yeah down there. there's they're at certain locations. And you ever notice that really they, they I they, I never see them really out in the limelight. They're on co- locations that are obscure, that you know, out of, out of your vision. So right. I don't know if they I don't know if they don't want anybody to see them or. But the water's not that great. And but my concern is you you got to be careful with that rescue act money. No, I agree. And real uh, real qu- real quick, uh, Frank, you are are you like uh, carving out a new forest on your property because it looks great? No, actually, I'll make a long story short. Those da- that damn emerald ash borer, I told you, I've been fighting that for years, yeah. losing battle. Mm. I cut 19 trees out Jeez. this year. And 19 you, I, trees. And I still, I have to get more of that stuff that you gave me. If you don't mind, I'll pay for it, Frank. No, but. I'll give it to you, but I'm going to tell you, Glenn, I, when I told you a couple years ago I was staying on top of it, I I am, but the the trees that near the radio station parking lot, I'm yeah. trying to save those trees because it's a block. It's a, you know, it's a privacy block for me, but... Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to save them or not. The the, the emerald ash borer just uh, taken over at a fast rate. I don't know if I can keep up with them. It, amazingly enough, I have a bunch of ash trees, and eventually it's going to affect us. But it has not gotten to Point Peninsula. Well, I, trust me, it'll get there. No, I know. Talking to the lady by the state, she says, it'll look look at the top of your trees. Yeah. It'll start at the top, dead branches, mm-hmm. and it'll just keep working its way down. So far, so good. But yes, yeah, so eventually it's going to affect well, us. And long I gotta, story short, yeah. I know you got to go. It's best, uh, I hate to say it, you know, I'm a, I'm a tree lover, but it's best to get rid of the ash tree and start and put another tree in its place. Right. It, it, this way, could or one under it now right. that could be growing, and by the time your ash tree has to be cut down, right. you already got something in place. So what, okay. what would you suggest, what tree would you suggest to plant? In this location, yeah. I've got the strongest tree that I've ever seen, and it looks great, is Northern Red Oak. Northern Red Oak, i got to remember that. Yeah, Google search that, it's... It's a nice shady tree, and uh, or you can do a sycamore. That's a nice, that's a nice privacy block. That grows. Google search that. That grows six feet a year and can live up to. No, pay attention. Yeah, can live up to two hundred. Wow. Years old. So can I consult with you and, and buy them through you by some chance? So you know, I just want to get six or seven of them on there. Yeah, sure. And if you wanna, if you wanna try a sycamore, I'll just give you a sycamore tree. Oh, that's awesome. The cottage. You'll be the envy of your neighbors growing sick. i got to do something because it's going to happen. It's Frank, well, don't don't yeah. wait until your trees die because no, you're going to be out in, the, out in the open there. I know. You know? I know. Everybody likes a little privacy, am I correct? No, big time. And, and believe me, I have over 30 trees, so i got to do something. Okay, I'll let you go. All right, thanks. All right, right. i got to do a break. Uh, this is the Live at Five show with your so-called host. And uh, we'll be back with, I believe, Amy Horton, who just popped in moments ago. She's got to talk to Jim, but she might talk to us as well after this. At FX, Caprera, Chrysler, Dodge. For Congress. <laughs> yeah, all right, so uh, uh, do you want to go on? All right, good. All right, so you're on right now. All right, what's going to have Amy Horton? 
Step up to the microphone. 4.1 million on the Flynn Pool. How about that? Is that what they want? Yeah. So why not just dig it up and do it all over again? I don't know. Well, I know that Cliff, uh, I think he he went over there, him and Todd DeMar, and I, maybe they're going to replace it all themselves or something. Engineer. Well, if I get it myself, contra- a shovel. Yeah. Con- contractor. I mean, right. they can do it all. They can probably replace so it. So uh, De- is Mr. DeMar, is he going to run for council? Because he's, he's active in the in That's... The, in the, in the, He's kind of, he ran before. Yeah, I don't know. So Probably. that would be DeMar, Probably. Cliff, and Tricky, <laughs> and uh, Ruggiero. That'd be fa- phenomenal. The Mount Rushmore of, of liberal Watertown City Council? We'll keep just spending money. Can Mount you, Rushmore. I mean, but can you really think of that? $4.1 million to repair a pool. Yeah, uh, and meanwhile. That you can use for eight weeks. I'm sorry, I no, have... I and don't play this about that it's about the other side of town. And as some people like to say, that it's... Oh, the north side. I grew up on the north side. I grew up on East Horde Street. And there's a great pool at the park, and they can absolutely bus over there. Just, just, just remember, though. Remember one thing, though. Uh, uh, Councilwoman Ruggiero said, this is, what we, this is what the city voted for. This is what the people want. So that doesn't include you. No, Because the majority of people voted, voted in. Uh, and, and unfortunately, yes, you weren't part of the mix. But that, you know, that puts you really personal to all this. But let's look at the overall picture. Councilwoman Ruggiero said that the city has spoken, and, th- and it, was, it was a referendum, essentially, uh, that it w- because of what happened in the voting process with Cliff and Tricky, and, of course, re- her reelection, meant that those pools, based on the majority of people, will be built regardless of price. And remember, that's an easy thing to say when you got $22 million sitting in the bank somewhere from COVID relief, so that that helps. Right, but so you, what's four million dollars for another pool? I mean, okay, I understand she's saying that this is what the people voted in. Okay, but now, if if you're thinking logically and you're looking at this, okay, it's four point one million dollars. It's the same cost of a brand new pool. To, I mean, to fix a pool. You know what? We did say we'd do this, but this that's a huge chunk of change. Right, right, right. We could do something better with four point. I mean, I would think that they, they would have to look back at that logically and say, yeah. you know. No, uh, but they are looking at it that way. That's that's what they're saying. They're saying it's got to be built regardless, whether right. it's $10 million. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it, right. It, they wanted it. It's an it, absolute staple to the city that it's imperative to the city that we have Isn't this it ironic pool. that we had, not to sound like Jeff overriding uh, uh, Mario Frado like he did. Isn't it ironic that we're having water problems with our water lines? Or like two or three of them just dropped dead in the last two weeks. These are the unforeseen things that Jeff, over the years, Jeff, uh, Jeff Graham, for that matter, and Jeff Smith have said, what if we have a bad day and we're going to need to go into that till and say, hey, we need $5 million for a new sewer system because it's over 150 years old. We've got to do something with that. And ironically, it's a water issue, too. Yeah. So, but again, and exactly. That's, it's a quality that's of life thing that, that Cliff and Tricky and Ruggiero wanted to do. And that's, that's, their, that's been their platform. Therefore, it, we got to commit to it, according to the new regime. It, yes, you're right. And, but you'd be looking at that. So if I'm going to say, you know what, there's a lot of things that I need to get repaired with my house. And right. I don't have to have a pool. It's a luxury to right. uh, to have a pool. It is. And I understand that's an asset that, you know, it's something great that our that youth can do. And I'm right. sorry, not many adults do visit the pools. Right. But we do have. Right. You got to take two, a shower every two, day. You can do, do use have a pool. To, we do have two pools. Times, yeah, right. And, and you can absolutely get over there. Right. And, you know. I heard somebody say earlier that, oh, they don't want a bus, get all on a bus with three kids and a cool. Yes, you can. Absolutely, right. you can. I right. take, I 
cart my kids everywhere. I and see that's kids walk, especially in the summer. You can walk 10 blocks and not even think about it. I mean, that's isn't that what it's all about when you're younger? To, 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 to use your, your physical body? Well, uh, it's as definitely a, young, a little you know, bit different it, now. Especially than dragging a kid. Just of safety but issues. You and yeah. your kids, you know, not many people want to say, yeah, just ride your bike over there. I mean, I wouldn't, if I lived on East Horde Street still, right. I wouldn't be too eager to tell my child just, yeah, go ahead and bike over to Thompson Park um, to go swimming. But I mean, mm-hmm. uh, there's other ways to get around it. And I just think that it's really. Well, you could go, it, you could hang out right here. We just said uh, we created a pool right here on Wealthy Avenue. Yeah. And, and those things are a little bit more important. All of our no, no. I mean, like when they open up the hydrant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Or sometimes they are at the um, across the street there at the fairgrounds. They have the um, the sprinkler systems right. going off. So I've told my kids go run in that thing. Like, right, and you just you. wait for Sonny Corleone to beat up uh, <laughs> Carlos. You know, next yeah. time he tests my sister again, I kill you. Yeah. By the way, did, were you a big? Uh, you know, I I didn't give enough yesterday because I had a lot. Of, I had a meeting with you know who just prior to the show. And it was a distraction, needless to say. But uh, but I didn't spend enough time. You, you weren't a James Caan fan, were Do you even know who James Caan is? No. Don't say no. I don't. You don't know who James Caan is? No, it's bad. Did you ever see The Godfather? Y- yes. Okay. Well, he played Sonny Corleone, the guy that got I, shot I'm at the toll booth. I'm bad with names. So uh, I guess you are. But you must. Okay, I know. You're born, what, what year were you? 84? 83? 84. That's amazing that you were born right about the cusp of whether or not you were going to be complete liberal or not. <laughs> So I put the benchmark at it like 85. Whether it was going to be, well, oh, if, if you're born in 85, you're completely 85, liberal. not always, of course, because you know you have conservative friends that were born around the same time. But like I was talking about my niece who is your age, essentially. And she's and she lives in Connecticut. Did which you ever play that vi- that video that I sent? Yeah, I did. Uh, I did. I played it right here. Yeah. The difference between Republicans. Yeah. Conserva- Very well conservatives put. Conservatives and liberals. I yeah. played it here yesterday yeah. or the day before. But anyway, it, it is it summed up everything. Let's do a phone call together. Oh, man. Hi, hi you're on the air. Glenn. What's happening? So, um, I would oh. talk about that picture on News Junkie. That was a uh, good photo there of City Hall with that flagpole, huh? So, Donnie, where is the flagpole going? Is it in the middle of a sidewalk? What's going on here? So, no, it's... Um, it looks like looking it... At City Hall, if you're looking at City Hall from the you know Washington Street, it's going on the left side of the sidewalk. Oh, it looked like, Donnie, when I drove by, I thought that it was um, going to be right next to the other one. So, Donnie, what are you going to do? Are no. you, are you, is that going to be your pole, like uh, like uh, uh, J- Jason Trainer was talking? That's your pole now? They're going to put your, your No, your so what, what was said was um, Councilman Cliff said that to appease the other side, that's what they were going to do, but nobody consulted with the other side, and, of course, that would never be acceptable. But, I, I mean, the, as you can tell... Um, with what I've been doing for the last three years, I've got it off the flagpole and away from the American flag. So it's maybe 10 feet away now, but now we just need to get it the rest of the way off city property. So what does that mean? I, I, what are you saying? Uh, are you admitting so you're going to do this something way, stupid? There's an effort involved to uh, get this out of there. It, it hasn't way. been put up yet. Get what out? The third, well, the third listen, flagpole? Listen, Why can't you stop effort, him from building a new pool instead? on to get it out of there. Right. Put it that way. The third flagpole? Yeah, fourth. Yes. Is that it, illegal. Okay, let me put it this way. A legal effort to get that removed. We should talk to, uh, to Cliff Only about this. Someone get Cliff Only. Yeah, she should have him call in. You know, Glenn, and uh, I just want to give my two cents a about city like pool. ours. That's our city our size price. needs um, ten pools. There's me slamming on a desk again. <laughs> <laughs> ten pools, ten pools. Do you, do you go swimming, Donnie? Um, I do, but um, I haven't swimmed in the public pool. I, I, if I do, I usually swim in the river. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, that's good. The mm. River or the lake. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I heard I that mean, they were 13. When I was a kid, I went up there. But. Creature of the Donny Gal- oh. <laughs> 13 kids swam at the um, Altieri pool yesterday. 13? 13. And it's summer. They're out of school. And this is, I know this. Yeah, What's the Altieri? Yeah, oh, that's the one right over here? Yeah. Oh, that is working right now? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's open. Is it really? And what about, the, let me ask you, what about the, the plan for the skateboard park? That seems like a good idea. Come on. He's got to have a skateboard park. Right? How much is that going to cost us? I, I have no idea. Uh, city of our size. We can Co- do anything. Yeah. Well, I think the streets and uh, the water mains need to be fixed first, huh? Why, why would that need to be done first? You know what? You make a valid point, Amy. I like it. See, you, uh, you, you, you can use a pool maybe once or twice a year, a municipal pool, but you always got to take a shower. So outweigh right. one over the other. That's what it comes down. All right, Donnie, thanks. All right, thank you. I'll talk yep. to you. All right, so anyway, that's, uh, that's Donnie. Uh, all right. Well, all right. I'm out of here. Thanks, well, <laughs> Glenn. Okay. All right, I'll talk to you. All right. That's uh, Amy. I got to do a break, and we'll do a break right now. This is a perfect opportunity. Everyone just kind of abandoned me. Although, at the same time, someone's calling in. So let's go to the phone. Hi, you're in the air. Hey. Hi, Amy. Oh, she just left. I'm sorry. Oh, nuts to that. Yeah. I was just wondering if we have all these millions of dollars. 21 left, million. Yeah. And we can't fix. The city pool? Right. What if the YMCA pool breaks? They, ju- oh, they just got rid of the lap pool, yeah. It did. Yeah, 105-year-old lap pool. The YMCA pool broke. Right, right. So all those millions got to go to them now? No, because the rich people could pay for that. You know, that's the other complaint that they had. Oh, you gotta, you got you to gotta sign up for the YMCA. Families can't afford that. And I don't blame no, that. No, that's no, true. No, 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 The rich people don't pay for that. The taxpayers pay for that. For the YMCA? Uh, well, yes, of course. Hmm. Like, if they need some land, right. and the city has some land... Well, Schumer got involved there. them that for a dollar. Right, right. And if they need some asbestos taken care of, or right. whatever that other cootie was in, yeah. the, Cooties. in the building... Right. They get all our money, don't they? I don't know. I, I just... I, all I know is, you know... <sighs> I don't know why, you, I mean, like Amy said, why do you have to stick to the plan when there's so many other variables that would need attention? You know, uh, broken streets, broken old, you know, you just, uh, to me, just keep it in the bank when you need it. 14 people went to the Flynn pool yesterday. Yes, it wasn't 90 degrees. It wasn't oppressive heat, but it's pretty obvious that's, no, that's just not cost effective. It it's was, not. It was cold. It was, it was cool cold. yesterday. But um, you know, I know, I know. There's a whole divide in the country and this city. Like, oh, the north, the north side doesn't get enough attention. And yes, that's 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 agreeable. I understand that. But I don't know if we're just going to say the north side, the south side, the west, the east side. Yeah. If the YMC a needs it, right. We got a few million for them. Well, don't we always don't we always got money for what what what. Is that all about? I don't know. I don't know, ma'am. I really don't know. But uh, I don't know. We'll get to the bottom of it. Actually, we won't. I'm not going to get to the bottom of anything today. No. Nobody knows what the life I'm leaving. All right. Sorry. Well, thank you. I'm sorry Amy wasn't here to say hi to you. As far as con goes, I am also crushed by that. Crushed by what? Even if Amy does not know... Who James Conn was. Oh, James Conn. I thought you said King Conn. I am crushed by that. I am too. He's part of my intro. What do you, what do you think? This is the army? You shoot somebody a mile away? He absolutely is, which 
might not be climate uh, correct these days. No. But it's a classic line. It is a classic, classic line. It's his, be- it's his best role, too. I, didn't, I, wasn't, I, I, was, I wasn't a big James Caan mo- uh, movie fan with any of his other movies. I, I respected him in like movies like Cinderella Liberty, Rain People, old, old movies, by the way. Uh, th- then once he started doing for the for the boys with Bette Midler, and, you know, I thought he was miscast in Misery too. I just didn't see oh, him. No, I I, I love Misery, yeah. but I'm a Stephen King fan. Yeah, right. So you're gonna love it regardless of who plays song. it. I don't think he should have played that role though. That was a classic. Yeah. I I didn't even know until years later that that was him. Really? Yeah, he does look yeah. different as he got well, older. He does the uh, from Queens, Hawaii by the way. It's off the air. Right, now. his son. Yeah, his son was on the show. Yeah, yeah, his son yeah. was on Hawaii Five O. He's he's a good actor. Doesn't look like him at all. And he that that crushed me. But he also won Italian of the Year two years in a row. And uh, James, the late great James Con, uh, was of Hebrew persuasion. He was a Jewish guy from Flushing I did Queens. Yeah, yeah. It does not matter to me. No. But. I did not know this. Yeah. I knew Sammy Davis Jr. was. Well, he was converted. He converted later on in life. Yeah, he, he wasn't born that way. But, um, you yeah, know, I did not know that about him. Right. And I don't hate him for that. No, because no there should be no reason. No. I'm a Christian. Exactly. I don't hate him. But he, 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 did, he did have that whole tough Italian look. He had the big, broad shoulders. Just a fantastic Sonny Corleone. No one else could have played Sonny Corleone. Than than uh, James Conn, just like James Gand, or for that matter, Michael uh, uh, Al Pacino was was born to play Michael Corleone, and yes, Marlon Brando was born to play The Godfather, and yes, Robert Duvall was born to play Tom Hagen, and yes, John Cazale was born to play Fredo. Typecasting. Well, no, it was just lightning in a bottle. Francis Ford Coppola. I know they got that show. I watched it. the, The The Offer. I watched a couple of episodes. I'm like, this is boring. I can't watch this. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, because the guy, the guy that's that's the main part. He looks like he's got, you know, he sucked on a lemon. He's he's way too impressed with himself. <laughs> and I, I just like, and everyone's raving about this guy. Oh, he's going to be the next. Uh, no, he's not. He's just he, he's 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 a bore, just like Joe DiMaggio was. All right, listen, I, ma'am, thank you very much. Great call. Have a great weekend. You got to do a commercial. So uh, no, I got to get out of this. I got to go into CBS News. I got to go into liberal media coverage right here on AM 1240, the News that. and Talk Authority. Thank you, Goodbye. my friend. Thank you. Uh, have a good weekend. <sighs> Unlike Hannity or, and, and Laura Ingram, who just like, all right, thanks, Senator, and they move on. They don't even say goodbye. And they go on to the teleprompter. <gasps> got more stuff to say in the teleprompter. Have a great weekend, folks. It's going to be great weather. AM 1240, WATN, Watertown does make us legal. And up next, CBS News, and we'll see you on Monday. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington.